0: Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your burrow to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares.
1: In our Dominic Carter Cares segment, the school year started recently. Joining me tonight for the very first time in a broadcast, my daughter, Courtney Carter de Jesus, a married mom of two children who happens to be the mom of my grandkids that Grandpa got to see this weekend, Carter and Eva. Eva is the star of Courtney's brand-new children's book, Eva the Kid Reporter. Courtney, thank you for joining us. Hi, pleasure to be here, Dad. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. Does does it feel a little weird chatting with your dad in this capacity? Yeah, I guess it does. But, you know, you've always been in, in broadcast, so...
0: I guess I've gotten used to it, but yes, it is like someone's recording our private phone conversations.
1: <laughs> so, talk to us about about. We're going to get into the book, but you're a mom of two kids who happens to be my grandkids. Talk to to us about what it's like as a parent with this new school year.
0: Oh man, it's been a, a crazy few years with COVID, as I'm sure everyone knows, and. It's back-to-school season, and as a parent, it's like you said, it's the first time in two years that kids are back to the new normal. You know, the new normal is after COVID, and, of course, we know COVID still exists, and it's still going around. But my kids, um, their school experience is totally different from before COVID, March 2020, to what it is now. So we're just trying to get back into the swing of things, and I'm sure a lot of parents are, too.
1: And so this it, it, are things back to normal from what you can tell thus far with the school system, or is this going to be the new normal? I think it's the new normal, right? I don't think
0: any of us are the same after COVID. You know, we were in lockdown and quarantine and uh, a lot of things changed for all of us. So I don't think there is any, uh, what it used to be. So it's always going to be the new normal. Um, and then a lot of that in-person learning and all the things that the kids learned, it was a race. We were at home for two years. But parents that all of a sudden were working but also became teachers like myself so a lot of the kids lost a lot of in-person learning and we're just trying to catch up and figure it out
1: so now is it true that this is really the first time in two years that kids are back to school yeah so the
0: um, year 2020 they were all at home um, it was like time was frozen if you go into their classroom they were told I don't know if you remember, that they'd be out of school for about a week or two when COVID first happened. Uh, They didn't go back until a year and a half later in person. So they were at home uh, for either full-time five days a week or at least three to four days once, like, 2021 rolled around. They had hybrid learning, but they haven't been back in the classroom full-time since March of
1: 2020. Wow. Courtney, how tough was it being a parent in the age of COVID, oh, it's very tough, and we're
0: still trying to figure it out. Because as we mentioned, there's no more normal, right? It's the new normal, as we keep hearing that term, but it's true. Uh, you know, even with my daughter and her daycare, the hours were shortened due to COVID. So, there used to be longer hours going until six six thirty, and now parents have to rush out of work and get their kids by five five thirty. And you can't drop them off as early in the morning. It's all new restrictions. You can't just walk in anymore. And so, you know, everything, everything is different. My kids were sent home all the time because they were considered close contacts from someone that may have had COVID and they'll be home for a week at a time each. So they missed a lot, a lot of school. So we're still figuring it out.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. So you just wrote a kid's book, Eva, the, the, the kid reporter. Why, why did you write the book? Yeah. So my
0: son, as I mentioned, was home with me for basically all of quarantine. So I was working as a reporter. I was sitting at my dining room table, filing reports, going live from my kitchen table. It was a very unique experience going live from my patio. And he was home with me, you know, doing homework, reading a lot. And so we read a lot of children's books and it it helped us to kind of bond together to get out of that boredom routine of being in quarantine. So with all of that, and how I saw that he loved to read, I decided to write my first children's book. So that's where I'm at now with Eva the Kid Reporter.
1: And, and you focused on on journalism. Why journalism?
0: Yeah, so um, this is inspired by myself and my daughter because, as you can attest, dad, I was a very curious child that asked a ton of questions um, about everything from what, why is the sky blue was my favorite question, if you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of curious kids out there, and it just kind of sparked in me that, you know, a lot of kids uh, kind of get silenced sometimes from asking questions, you know, by their teachers, their babysitters in class they are told to be quiet, but they're just trying to figure out the world around them. So I said, let's put that. Into one girl, my daughter, who has so much energy, as, as you know, as her grandpa, and uh, just kind of go into the journalism world and show people what, you know, what I did and how I used my curiosity and made a career out of it. So that's where I'm at now. And the book is actually available for pre-ordering. You can go to Kickstarter.com and put in my name, Courtney Carter De Jesus. It'll pop right up. It's also on Amazon, and it's on EvaTheKidReporter.com
1: and And so yes i I did see it myself on Amazon, and you just mentioned kickstarter dot com call that old, but what exactly is that is is that like a uh, a goFundme <laughs> where it helps with marketing costs and stuff like that?
0: Yes, yes well, you are old, but you aside <laughs> I'm gonna explain it to everybody else It's a fundraising site online yes like goFundMe, so at least you know that one that's good. Um, but this helps people get support for their creative projects. So it's just like GoFundMe, but it's for creative projects.
1: Okay, fair, fair enough. So, you folks, if you're just joining us for the very first time ever in a broadcast setting, I'm chatting with my daughter Courtney Carter De Jesus the mom of my two grandkids. Courtney, you've been around politics all your life, in, in a public and private setting. You've been around entertainers like Michael Jackson in a private setting. You've been around uh, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer, Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, former President Trump. Uh, you've been in Dad's dressing room as I moderated general election debates for mayor of New York City. You have never told the story publicly, to my knowledge, of one of the famous telephone calls you received. Tell us about it. Oh, okay that
0: that phone call. So, yes, that would be uh, getting a call from uh, the president, and that was that was very cool. It was President Trump? He called me. I was sitting in my dorm room and uh, just. It's not a call you expect to get every day, I'll say that. It was a very unique experience, and it was him on the phone. No one transferred me to him. No one said, hey, hold on, it's, it's, you know, the president. He called me himself and just said, hey, Courtney, how are you? And I said, who is this? He said, this is Donald Trump. So it was a a very interesting experience. It was very uh, kind of him to call personally.
1: And, And to this day, do we know he just was calling to check up on you in school? Did he wish you well at Syracuse University?
0: Yeah, he wished me well, and at the time I was doing pageants um, as well. And bringing it back to the book, I was told that pageants uh, were good if you wanted to be a reporter because it helped you with your stage presence. Um, and it ended up that, that being true. A lot of uh, female reporters and anchors like Diane Sawyer and Oprah Winfrey all started out in pageants. So um, he owned the Miss Universe pageant, which I was participating in, and he called me to say good luck and to see how I was doing in school and how the pageant was going.
1: Interesting. So, I'm curious. I just want to ask this question of you: Why do you think our politics in this country are so divided? Uh, do you mean in our family or in the country? No, 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 <laughs> not our family. In the country.
0: I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I think there are just so many issues right now to be divided on. Um, and I think that things have become very extreme on both sides. That's you know the left or the right. Um, and when you add that into what's going on with a with COVID and all these restrictions in schools and vaccinations, there's so many things to discuss and be, you know, be passionate about that you're either for the left or for the right, and there seems to be no middle ground anymore. So I think there's just so many things to be divided about as a country right now.
1: So let, let me put this question to you, um, and, and then I want to speak to my grandson for a hot second. But- how would mom and I would have, have reacted if we ever heard you or your brother use the N word?
0: Oh <laughs> Wow. Um that I don't that's never happens. Um I, I don't think that it wouldn't I'll say this, it wouldn't be a very good reaction at all with that okay. we don't
1: we don't uh, use how, that word itself. Well. Uh, how would you how would your mom or and I react if we ever saw your brother walking around with his jeans hanging down off his backside?
0: Oh, I mean, as far as I remember, we had that conversation before anything, you know, he got older and we said, you know, that's just not, not acceptable. Um, So that's not something that me or or Dominic ever did. You know, we always dressed properly and dressed the way uh, we wanted to be treated, which is to have respect and be respected. So uh, we were just, you know, guided in the right direction, and we've never had an issue in terms of dressing that way, but you guys would have not been too fond of that.
1: And, and how would we react if we were ever told by the police that you or your brother had talked back to them or been disrespectful?
0: Well, you know, police are authority figures, right? So we were always taught as young kids to respect your authority figures, whether that's, you know, a teacher or a police officer um, or, you know, the principal of your high school, anyone. So, um, it would, again, it wouldn't have been a good conversation if we would have shown disrespect. We were taught to respect our authority figures, and that's what we did. So,
1: well, Courtney, I, I really want to thank you for uh, joining us. I'll have to save the conversation for my grandson, Carter, another time, because as usual, dad is almost completely out of time.